BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It is a great business, but it can be a dirty, rotten business. You can you can have a couple of bad um, reviews that r- really are unfair, mm-hmm. right. and you're out. Yeah, you're exactly. out. Oh well, actually, that that's not a factor here. There's a waiter union. That's ours. Oh, you huge. Oh, oh yeah, this fucking guy over here. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> when were you going to pull that out, bro? Oh, like, okay. I've never heard of that. Oh my God, I forgot. Okay. I tell never, us about that's that. That's another thing. All right. I'm, I'm adjusting my chair audio, people. Let me, <laughs> let me tell you about this. Power move. Power move. Hi. Welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business. Learn something. Laugh at something. <laughs> On today's episode, we discuss steps of service and beyond. Marcus Aurelius said, the secret to all victories lies in the organization of the non-obvious. On today's episode, we are joined by Jay Solanga. Did I say it right? Yep. Nice. Nice. And we're going to talk about steps of service and beyond. But first, the intro. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. And if you don't, then you'll be a pawn while they play. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame pay. As usual, I'm joined by my good friend, Danny DeVilla. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? We are in... Vegas! Yeah! <laughs> Listen, we are on our uh, our boys trip. Yes, the it's annual. back on. It's back. How many years? I think it's like eight, right? Seven or eight? I think we're on seven. Seven, seven? Yeah. We missed last year. Yeah, well, I came. Actually, you didn't. Did <laughs> you came miss. solo. I came by myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun, too. That's yeah. fun, too. <laughs> Yes, yes. So, Jay, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you yeah, for having man. me. It's, it's, it's really special to me to connect with people. Yeah. And uh, it's, I don't want it to go unsaid that I, I do really take our community very seriously. I do like our service industry. I, I talk to people. I message people. I follow up with people. And I give my, my whole thing is I give you what I got. This is me. So, Welcome. And not you don't have to tell people exactly where you work, but your your experience is very valuable to me. So working backwards, tell me about your love for the industry and your your experience. Um, so the long story is short, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, and then uh, I was waiting tables ever since I was eighteen. Now I'm a little bit more. Okay, yeah, <laughs> a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> So, and then at the age of, well, I'll say it, 30, I was sitting there waiting tables in Redondo Beach, California. Okay. So, as you guys know, it's a fancier part of yeah. Los Angeles. One of my coworkers jokingly said, hey, you know, uh, you don't have much vices. You don't smoke, don't drink much, 
go out go out to Vegas make twice as much money. I was like, okay. Nice. Uh, so that day, I was like, hmm, let me see. I'm I'm 30. Time to make a choice. So uh, I rented an Airbnb for my first month. Okay. So I was like, That's all right. smart. I put on my credit card, see what I could do, saved up a little bit of money, ready to work off ramen noodles <laughs> for the first month. I'm like, oh, let me make it in the city to be corny. But then, um, so I moved out here with a little bit of money in my pocket. I got it, and I showed uh, the restaurant nearby my resume. I was hired the next day. So, nice. Oh, awesome. my God. It was crazy. What style I, restaurant? It was Italian. It okay. was a very uh, famous Italian restaurant. Vit chain. Mm-hmm. You guys could guess. <laughs> but then, hey, I was like, all right, cool. I got a job out here in Vegas. So I was working. <clears throat> I was dinner shift over there. And then, so I was making it already. I was, I was uh, within three weeks of coming to the city. I'm already making as much as I made out there in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. And as you guys know, you, come in, you guys are coming from a high-income area. That's a, if you move from L.A. to Vegas, a dollar stretches a lot more for the locals, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah of <laughs> for the locals, of course. So, and then, so, all right, cool. So, some might say I'm, I'm doing well out here in the city. But then, uh, so I was playing poker downtown. I was playing till 2 in the morning. Then I leave. And then I pass a restaurant at 2 in the morning. There's a line out the door. The place is packed. I'm like, at 2 in the morning? This is nuts. 2 in the morning. Exactly, right? It's very, it's very Vegas. Downtown Vegas. Yeah, okay. The only, the only poker room here. <laughs> do, do some research. Open up Google, team. <laughs> so I go, go home, get four hours of sleep. I call them the next morning. At, so it's 6 in the morning. I was hey, can you speak to the general manager? I want to look for a job in the gra- uh, cause for graveyards. Two in the morning, let's do it. Sure. So I go over there. He calls. He goes, all right, how, how quick can you get here? I'm like, I'll be there in 15 minutes. He goes, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. My suits are already pressed. Let's yeah. do it. So I'm there in 15 minutes, give or take. Mm-hmm. And he goes, all right. He, I give him my resume. He goes, and then as, at that point, it's 10 years of server experience. He goes, all right, you start nice. tomorrow. Okay, so I have two jobs. <clears throat> You guys, you guys could tell the story. I, I see, I seen the stories on your brunch stories after sixteen-hour <laughs> shifts. <laughs> so that point in life was fun. It was working dinner shift at the Italian restaurant. Then right after there, clocking out, zooming straight over and working graveyard shift. Oh wow! Yes, I was like, I'm gonna make it in the sea. Let's do it. Let's do it. <clears throat> graveyard shift downtown is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> It's what you assume you would the clientele you'd get, but hey, that's that's how you start off in the city. And now, then, did you get the graveyard because you had the other job, or you didn't have a necessarily have a choice that was your in with that restaurant? Yes, that, that was your in. Okay. That was my in. Gotcha. Uh, let me back it up a little bit. So I was at this very Vegas start. I was at a cigar shop downtown, mm-hmm. and I was talking to one of the security guards. Uh, let me phrase. Let me. He was one of the security guards at Bellagio. And then it's it's a, a larger gentleman with a, a certain accent. You, you can tell he's been in the city for a while. He goes, the way you start out in the city, kid, it, no matter where you're coming from, I don't care if I didn't see your resume. You worked out there in Beverly Hills and all that. That doesn't mean nothing in this city. You got to start graveyard. I'm like, all right, cool. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. More than fair. More than fair. So so after six months of graveyard, you could transfer around the resort. Okay. Yeah. So I was hired that certain day in November. Mm-hmm. I had scheduled like, all right, the second it's jet, it's February, I'm gonna send my resume out and show my. And so I said, come February, 
I go to a, a higher end Italian place. That's a, it's a real good. Good money. Great money. And then, uh, so I walk in there. And there's no hire. Nobody's hiring. I was like, I know you guys aren't hiring. I work graveyard at a certain place. Mm-hmm. Here's my resume. He goes, all right. Well, we'll get it going. Two months later, I was at the fancy Italian restaurant. Leveling up. Leveling up. Yeah. Leveling up. Very important. Yeah. Huge. Huge. And as you could see, that's what? Seven months in, I'm at the fancy Italian mm-hmm. restaurant. I'm like, oh, wow. And then it's more money than I've ever seen in my 10 years of waiting tables. And then things, are going, nice. things are going fun from here. That's <laughs> for sure. Now, I, I want to commend you because it's important to me to highlight this industry and one thing that you touched upon, like we had a podcast like months ago about uh, 10 reasons why it's great to be a server. server. Mm -hmm. One of them is you did exactly what I did as well. It's a great job to transition to Mm -hmm. when you're moving to a new city. Yeah. If you have great experience like you did, you're gonna be able to rock up to a city and get a job. You're going to be paying your rent, rent. immediately, quick, Look, fast, I mean, just, in a hurry. You, like you said, you got an Airbnb, Airbnb for a month. Obviously, within that month, you were already making money and you were back in the game to a point where you were able to go find something else. I'm sure you were fine for that. And not only that, you're you're able to be in a community where you can you can find out where the best places, places to are. work. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yes. And then the, the places we know is worldwide. We're sitting here in the Las Vegas Strip right now. Yeah. And then you you find out everybody has every property has its own style, so I, I fell in love with the downtown area, so because it's more of the have you guys ever been there before? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's the old school vibe. It's yeah. right next to the mob museum and all that. They carry over things like that. There's a new circa opening up, <clears throat> so that's a new talk. One of, that's one of the new talks of the town. That's where everybody's. That's where everybody's going. We'll talk later. We'll head out there. Yeah. Okay. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So so I moved in down the street from my from the resort where I live at. Oh, perfect. There's another great thing, from the where from where I leave my front door to my clock in, eight minute walk. Oh, walk. perfect. Yes. Oh, or, you don't uh, have to mess with the parking. Uh-huh. Nothing. Well. Yeah. Sometimes walk, sometimes stumble on the way home. Because <laughs> I know exactly what that means. <laughs> I pass. At least eight bars that are always, packed. always packed. Yeah. Three resorts, but then I'm like, nah. A month in, I was like, all right, no more stumbling. This, I can't do this every day. <laughs> Maybe you're spending all your shift, all your money on shift drinks. Oh yes, yeah. Well, actually, it's uh, there's another thing. It's locals are taken care of, so That's I want to awesome. say That's true. fully taken care of. But then, well, you take your own. Exactly, exactly. Now, do you guys have like anything like uh, we have ITB, which is in the biz? And if you're, you know, you just declare that you're in the biz or they know you or you're in your uniform, we get a discount. We get like an official off the check, not Mm -hmm. like they're sliding you drinks, you know, stealing from the company. They get the manager comes over and rings you up for at least half off. Do you guys have anything like that over here? Well, uh, as you said, a little bit of both. A A and B. Okay. A and B. That that happens for us too. That happens for us too. We get it. And C. So I was playing, uh, I have a couple friends from LA that came down to play uh, top golf at the MGM. Uh And then uh, out of nowhere, I was just, we had a couple pictures out of nowhere. I was just like, oh, is there a local discount? And I wave, and I wave my Nevada license. She goes, okay, cool. I look at the bill. 25%. The second I said I was a local, 25% off of everything. 
And then I'm pretty sure the drinks were a little heavier at that point. Mm. That's yeah, that's the key, yeah. Exactly. And then you got you guys know as well as I we know when you're serving your own. Yeah. So yes. when people here's a couple of secrets for when people say you guys could attest to this, if people say, When you get a chance, can you do this? I'm like, You're one of us. Yeah. You're a server. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Get, the key, yeah, we, we, we always say that. Yep. I, I notice people when they uh the way they organize stuff at the table for you. Yeah. I'm like, ah, ah, I don't say anything. I just start smiling inside. I take it. It's not necessary, but, you know, I got you. I got you. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. When people organize their nice tray. Yeah. But then for me, it's fun. I call it out. I'm like, I say it out loud in front of everybody. Hey, you're one of us. <laughs> you're on vacation. You remind them you're on vacation. You're on vacation. You're not stacking that. I'm taking it from you. Nice. They laugh. It opens up a conversation Absolutely. if they want to. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know the tip's gonna go up as well because you know when when we're out we yeah. make it we make it rain oh you're one of us all right True. cool here's an extra five dollars mm-hmm. here's an extra ten dollars shoot throughout the week if you get a couple of us you're good to go yeah your rent's paid all right so let's let's get into your current uh, your current place you don't have to say where it is I'm I'm really interested in talking about let's talk about the steps of service that are normal. We'll, we'll just knock it out, right? Because not everyone who listens to the podcast in is the in the industry. So we have what's called the steps of service. So go through what, whether you work at a Applebee's, an or, Applebee's or, or a high-end Lee's restaurant, course, yeah. you, there's certain things you have to do. Run, run those down for me. All right. Let's pretend you guys are sitting down. Let's, let's do the whole thing. Okay. Good evening. I'm Jay. Welcome to blank. Yes. I'll be assisting you for the evening. I actually learned this from you from a previous podcast. When you say, my name is Jay, that gives you ownership. I am. I am. I am. There we go. Thank you for confirming. But yeah, I'm Jay. Welcome to blank. Let's go. Let's get you started off with a little something to drink. Our featured drink of the evening is our, whatever, Jack and Coke. Sure. So we're talking about the Greet. Yes, the Greet. Yes. So we have the Greet, then the, the Ring, the Bring. Uh, appetizers, if specials or before that. Yes. And uh, after you, you sell the appetizer, you get the dinner. Yes. You check, uh, you do refills. To, uh, you check on uh, when the dinner's there. You check two minutes, two drop bites. The app, the thing. Drop, the, drop the food, pick up the drop food. Drop the food. Uh, the table. Uh, pre-bus. pre-bus. Sell dessert. Things like that. Boring. Right? Yes. I, it, it has to be. It, it, wash, you rinse, repeat. You wash, rinse, repeat. <laughs> if you don't do those things, you're not doing your job. Yeah. Right? Now, this is where you come in. Right. Because you work at a high-end steakhouse. Yes. All right. What are some of the things that are not obvious? And that, that sets you guys apart as well. Like little things that you might do. That you, yeah. That, you, that steps up your game a little bit. Well, let me see. Some obvious, some not so obvious thing is uh, reading the table before you come up. Okay. The way you would talk to a bachelorette party of ten is a lot different than you talk to uh, people that are celebrating their anniversary for thirty years. Absolutely, true. And then that goes into what to what to uh, offer them in regards to drink, and then. As you know, that's interesting. Yeah, really. It's uh so bachelorette party at ten comes along. They're where they're wearing uh, things that you can tell yeah. they're at a bachelorette party. <laughs> Venus uh, straws and yep. sashes. Yes, tiaras. Every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I love it. You walk up there and you say, "Hey, 
Alright, this is where the party is. Cosmos, Manhattans, yeah. whatever, wherever they're coming from. As opposed to, let's bring it back to the anniversary. People are selling their 30th anniversary. Bottle of wine. Bottle of wine. You can there go into go. detail. Uh, depending on what entree you would like. Would you like this type of Cabernet from mm-hmm. Napa Valley? Merlot? You can't do that to a bachelorette party at 10. True. That, that is a great point. I mean, you can, but yeah, who knows? But it, it probably wouldn't land. Yeah. No. no, no. <laughs> it's definitely playing the other way better. You're, you're definitely coming off with Cosmos, maybe Shots. You know, a little mm. bit of something here and there. You know, but and the more special the occasion, yeah, the more higher end or niche you can go with the champagne or the wine Absolutely. because it's such a special occasion. Yes, I like that exactly. And especially when the when they announce to it, you don't even ask. They say, "Oh, we're celebrating our thirtieth anniversary. We're out here in Vegas." Let's de- let's uh, deconstruct that sentence right here. They're celebrating that anniversary, and they're in Vegas. You're not going to be selling two buck chuck to these people. They no. want they want different things. And yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Of course, you don't want to sell them the top shelf. You don't want a ball service. You, you put them in the middle range, and this I feel I like I like where your heads at. You exactly. put them in the, they they feel like you're not getting over on them. Like you're not just trying to just sell the top thing just to sell it. Yeah. But at the same time, you're you're making them comfortable where they feel like he's not pushing anything on me, so I'm definitely going to get that, and that pushes your your check average up into a better place because they might get a second bottle. They might they might move along and stuff like that. I never really sell the hmm. the top top because oh, yeah. it's really it's for people to really that know already point you in that direction yes, right exactly. so if you do the middle of the road and they kind of get that uh, they just smell the fart yeah. <laughs> then like you go that. down you know right and if they look at you and they they're more affirming then you can go up and, yeah you could go up to the X Y Z yeah but th- those top ones are for people that really want the best that you, you I feel have like those and they direct you and they for the di- most part. They, yeah, they're, they're giving you direction immediately. Yes. Like when you had that one table that was amazing, you yeah. didn't have to say anything. They, they were, I didn't have to say it. Was, it was pop and drop. <laughs> <laughs> pop it and drop it. Yeah, without a doubt. And it, it was uh, two at a time. Yeah. yeah it, 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 was, it, was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, uh, another giveaway I get a lot here when people know what they're talking about. Like, uh, do you have any wines from Napa Valley? Oh, Good night, check yeah. checkmate right there. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's when I that's when you go into detail. Like, do you have any Pinot Noirs from Oregon? Mm. Oh, this guy knows his stuff. We're not going to give him glorified grape juice. Yeah, yeah. And then you know they're going to get another bottle. And then or when you're opening a bottle, like they do this joking thing. They always say, "Oh, you don't need to pour it. I drink it all the time." All right, we're in. <laughs> we're in. Yeah. Yeah. Cold manager. Hey, get that second bottle ready. Yeah. <laughs> and as you know, and then it's on. It'll be on like a Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm like, exactly. okay, that's why I moved to this city. They? Yes, exactly, because um, <clears throat> service industry days, you guys probably have that where you oh, guys, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, I mean, most people in some industry, uh, in our industry, like, oh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's going to be slow. Not in the city of Vegas, because a lot of service industry people have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays off. Mm-hmm. The busiest club nightclub nights, because, you know, I have a background in that, are the are sometimes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, because oh, that's, wow. that's when all of uh, our people yeah we gotta go and they were all and then i have a couple bartender friends because and you know you guys give the bartender a couple extra bucks because we're one of them as we alluded to earlier their their best nights are monday tuesday wednesdays at the top clubs in the city as opposed to friday saturday is where you get as you guys know you get a bunch of tourists tourists. they don't know how to tip and which is respectable it's fine they're people yeah we're getting their money too yeah that's true (laughs) that's true yeah without a doubt and so you alluded to but it's important to, to note 
you have you share a similar passion to Danny as in uh, DJing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's uh that's really cool. Now in your in your spot, in your restaurant, now you talked about reading the table. What other things that are the non obvious that sets the service steps of service apart? Uh, the the very very subtle nuances that come to it. Uh, serve from the left, grab from the right. Okay. Some people pay attention to that. Grab grab the appetizer, grab the appetizer fork out the way, and then pre bussing always to the T, at all times. Cause uh, off, uh, let me see. Last week I was with my buddy over at a certain regular mm-hmm. fine dining, mm-hmm. not not fine dining, a regular regular restaurant, and then. I never paid attention to it in detail, but my appetizer plate was sitting there the whole time. Mm. I had my entree. Mm. I was thinking about dessert. That's... And then I was like, hmm. I was thinking about dessert the whole time. I was like, no, nah, my appetizer plate's still there and it's looking dirty. That turned me off dessert. I'm like, oh. And that, and that matters and that's not obvious. Yeah. Yes, yes. And, when, and that's a part of the pre-bus. You know, I mean, the pre-bus should those be are little things. down to everything that's not being used. It should be gone. Should be gone. Gone. The table, like we have tablecloths at our place, so we carry a crummer. Yep. We we crumb the table. We do a lot of seafood, so we do hot towels, mm-hmm. and and that really is a non-obvious because I have to admit I'm not always on the hot towel tip, but I really provide it in those situations. Some guys at our restaurant they provide it a lot more, whether it's kind of like you know crumbing the table for mm-hmm. them. Right. For me, it's 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 a uh, it's a use case thing. Yeah. If you need it, I will bring it. And we had uh, Nahim, who worked at Keen Steakhouse in New York, which is a very old, prestigious. Um, they have senators and all kinds of stuff oh, wow. in there. He had a phrase that said, "The guest should neither ask nor tell." Oh, that's money. I like and it. And that that stuck with me since we we interviewed him like a year and a half ago. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a long time. Our boy's time. in Berlin right now. Yeah, cool. he just moved to uh, to Berlin. He's going to open up his own spot eventually. Yeah, there we yeah, go. It's, it's crazy. We just had a, a going away thing for him two, a week and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so bring me bring me into something that's unique to the steakhouse that I wouldn't really know because I've never worked at a steakhouse. Uh, you know, obviously you have to mark the table for steaks and things like that. What What, what are some things that would surprise me? that I would know coming from a seafood place right. that a steakhouse uh, server would have to do. Let me see. This, well, of course, marking the table, bringing out the steak knife, depending on what they have, uh, steak or lobster or something of the sort. Um, let me see. In regards to something unique, well, I mean, everything's unique because it's Vegas. Um, okay. Let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, I, like I said earlier, uh, like we alluded to earlier, my, my – uh, Bachelorette party versus anniversary party. That happens every day in my city. But then, like we said, maybe you might pop a bottle of champagne or or uh, or something like that for the anniversary anniversary couple. Sometimes the bachelorettes want it too. They want the champagne. Oh, yeah. Conversely, here's the fun part. The, uh, the older couple that's celebrating the anniversary, maybe they want shots. And it happens all the time. Mm. And then, and then you can never know in this city. Like, if you look through my whole shift, well, let me let me go and run through what I had yesterday. I had, let me see, guys in cowboy hats, football jerseys. Um, I had people in suits. I had people in flip flops and and board shorts. That was my four table section. 
that's that is interesting. That's cartoonish, and yeah. I love it. <laughs> and then I, I know I know your fellow waiters are looking in your mind like, all right, what they tip, what they tip, what they tip, this, that, and the you other. You never know. You never know. Yeah. But then again, there's uh, you guys probably attest to it. The the worst people are dressed. I think they tip the most, in my opinion. They're no, the, they'll surprise you because yes. they're most comfortable with in themselves. themselves. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Well done. Well done. And the more the more fancy people are dressed, that's where it could go either really tricky. Or or really, it, yeah, it, it can go. It can go. It can be the twenty, the twenty-five. It's never like it's never exuberant, Mm-mm. but it, it could be what it should be, or it could be a little bit. It, it could be lower. Yes. Yeah, I, I have learned you will die trying trying to figure out. Oh, absolutely. How people are going to tip in advance? I've had one tops that have blown me away. Mm, that and some people are are like, oh, I'm gonna take the one top. I'm like, yo, there's treasure in everyone. Oh my god, there really is, and 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 you have like you said. People in flip flops, they are, you know, they got money. They they don't flaunt people. Some people, I should say, with money, right, don't flaunt it. Mm-mm. But they have it and they hand it out. I'll describe something to you for for brunch. Uh, I do work with uh, my man Paul, mm-hmm. and he's been in the game for a minute, you know, and I love it because we both bring so much to the table. We make a lot of money at brunch. Yeah, so we now go. we get these regulars that come to see us. We have this particular older couple that come in. I'm not saying that they just look like regular, regular people. Oh, I love okay? it. Okay? I love what it's Now, going. Paul and I, we, we're pooling, so one person will wait on that table. And it doesn't really matter who. Which one it is, yeah. Yeah. Right. And they'll, they'll seek us out and things like that. He will tip. Now, the brunch is pricey. Right. Okay. He will tip over and above on the bill itself. Ooh. Now, then he gives Paul a hundred dollar handshake. There we go. Then he gives me a hundred dollar handshake. Oh my God. So and, and and that's just just because. Right. Okay. They're walking in. You would never know that they got money, or willing to give it out. And it's so wild because we we just happened upon them and they were so nice. They they ask about it and they're not even needy. Oh, they don't yeah. need That's much great. from us. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's not like and, and we have some people that we they tip us well, but they they're need needy. a lot. Yeah, absolutely. You know, oh, and or it's they a just want your time, change. or they want you know, yeah, they want yeah, you know, sometimes they just want to talk to you and they you know they just want to feel important, which is fine, perfectly fine, but. Yes. How you want it, we'll give it to you. Exactly. We're making money here. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yes. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting money. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, yesterday your tables had, you, you know, your section had cowboy hat, flip-flops. Sports jersey. Sports that that one and didn't a suit. Oh, oh, well. well no, I mean, it was Vegas. I mean, you know, they got a football team now. No, it doesn't get me in a bad way, yeah. but, I mean... I think that when you're going out, and I know we get that too because we're in a destination. You're not going to pack all your wardrobe when you're when you're flying somewhere. But I still had one bag. How dare you? I'm all looking around. Where's that big old trunk? It's a carry-on. It's stuffed to the gills though, because uh, when we looked, they tricked us. They said it was going to be. Uh, low se- mid to low seventies, and then fifties yeah. at night, which is cold mm. for us. Now the the floor came up to sixty two. I could do sixty two oh, yeah. in a t shirt. 
I can't do 52 in a t-shirt. No. Mm-hmm. No mo. I used to do it. Back yeah, in back Buffalo. you lived in Buffalo. Yeah. Oh. When you when you were dealing with, you know, 30 inches of snow and people still going to school. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when I used to when when I went out in Buffalo, it was back in the day when you could I mean, you guys smoke here, but in New York you can't smoke indoors any longer. Okay. So, you didn't want to go to a bar and get your jacket smoked up. Oh. And I was, I wouldn't, I don't want to say I was cheap, but I didn't want a coat check either. Mm-mm. So I would be like, yo, forget about it. I'm, I'm just going to wear my little uh, shiny tight t-shirt and I'm, I'm in, the, I'm in the club. There you go. So yeah. I, and I could do it. No problem. Cut to me moving to Florida and then <laughs> going back to, to, to the cold. Mm. No, thank you. I pass. Frigid. <laughs> it's a whole new game and then you know the fact that we're not 21 anymore oh yeah, yeah. I mean now that we're all 23 apiece that's for sure <laughs> I don't know about you but I'm 25 oh damn, damn. okay but. now yes what about what about your body language or versus the body language of the customer not versus but let's talk about body language because that's another non-obvious that I use and I talk about on the podcast a lot. What are your thoughts on that? Well, actually, there's this one time it was my day off. I didn't have much plan, mm-hmm. so I TED talked a bunch of body language because you know, it's it works out pretty well. So this one thing I've been doing for the past couple weeks, I believe it's working well. Even either that's a placebo effect, but then showing the palms is something. You could just stand there. Well, let's just go great on a podcast. It's all audio, but the hands <laughs> to your side like a like a toy soldier say. Good evening, I'm Jay. I'll be assisting. Or if you could Hit flourish. Hit with the robot, right? Yeah. They... Or if you could flourish. You do that little yes. thing. You show yeah. your palms. It shows more openness. energy, openness. Yes. Or And then, oh, okay. Works out pretty well. And then the, you physically do that, you have more energy. Yes. So that works out. But then, uh, and then there's another style. Let me see. I tried the hand behind the back thing. No, that didn't work. That that was that was a little weird for me personally. You know, when you and it, it's a little hand. subservient. The, the, the proper service, you mean? Yes. yes. I'm, I'm, I'm Alfred. I'll be assisting you. I'm not a big fan. For me, I'm not. I'm not going to chastise it. Right. But there is a certain amount of command that you require to dig money out of certain pockets okay 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 now there's something that that you deserve to have right once you once you project the knowledge mm-hmm. once you project the command of the table yeah okay for instance when i go to a table and if i'm using my hands i use my fist and the thumb okay now that is a power move that you see like politicians would use mm-hmm. and, and that's things like that alignment. when they're when they're using it. You can use your hands. I will use the open palm in in a confrontation. Ooh, okay. Interesting. So when there's a confrontation, you are you are upright and you use your, your, your palms outwards towards them in two ways. It lets them see that you have nothing in your hand there you go. and it can de escalate the situation. However, it provides distance between you and the opponent, and it also gives you that extra space that requires when you need to slap a fool. Okay. Okay. There you go. Now, you can use it at a, at, at a table, like you said. Right. Now, I use the closed fist with the palm, like basically the thumbs up. You know, right. when you're when you're talking to them, and I do use the open palm, but you know. I'll tell them about the specials or or how things are going to go, and you use that. The nonverbal. The nonverbal. I'm, I'm big on the nonverbal. It's very powerful. Yeah. 
And as I stand, and I've described this before, I stand, I very rarely will bend over. Mm. Similar to the arms behind the back, right. I will not do that because that is a subservient move. And then if they have that over you, then you are at mercy of their generosity. What I'm looking for wow. is an exchange, okay? okay? So the higher my competence and the higher my command, they owe me and they feel that, that, uh, that exchange where they have to give me that higher gratuity because I am worth it. Like, for instance, when you hire a professional, right. okay? We can all probably, you know, fix something. Right. All right? You get in trouble and you call an electrician or a plumber and they come in with a 99 cent part and they charge you $200. You're not paying for the 99 cents and you're not paying for their time. You're paying for their experience and their They're expertise. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Okay? Same thing when you sit at my table. You're no, paying for like my it. knowledge and my expertise. So how do you know that I'm knowledgeable? How do you know that I'm an expert? How I carry myself in the nonverbal. Beautiful. And in the, in the, the non-obvious. Okay? And so I walk to the table and if people are talking, I wait. Okay. I wait. I don't say anything. Uh, excuse me, uh, can I have your attention? I never, I never announce if I need attention. Standing there they they then notice that I'm standing there and they will acknowledge me. And then I will say something graceful, graceful, graciously like, oh, part of my interruption, and I get right into it. And then other people at the table elbow, oh, he's talking, he's talking. You go. know, and those things start to build your credibility. Okay. Right? And as you build your credibility, my, my, my feet are always uh, just a little bit out, outside shoulder width apart. And that makes an, an, an A-frame between your hips and your, like, that's a power stance. They recognize that. And I, I then choose where I stand, okay? Where you stand is important. If you have the latitude, you stand close to the person who is, quote unquote, air quotes, in, in command, in power. Right. And that lends you that, and vice versa. If you're in power, you can lend it to other people where you stand. Okay. That, okay. Makes, that makes sense. And so as you go through those things and when I clear a table, I get in, I I lean over, right. I will crumb and I'm gone. I'm not intrusive as it's not about me, but I make sure that I am noticed and I I I I tend to say, I am going to clear your table. I am going to reset your table. All verbal commands, of they know what's going to happen, what's going to happen next. I'm in control. I up my credibility. I up my tips because they now feel indebted to me for my experience. I love that. That makes, that makes perfect sense how you're – okay. When you say I'm going to clear your table, what I personally have been doing, I'm saying allow me to clear your table. That's another subservient versus, versus... – um, there, there's I, I don't have a problem with allow me because in, in, in a way – there's there's a there's a there's a dance right 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 you know it's, it's, it's on the balance right? yes. yes so yes. we are uh, they are allowing us we are allowing them there we go they okay. are allowing us to do our job and they have to allow us to to wait on them mm -hmm. right and if they try to command how things are going to go it's not going to work yeah right because That's we true. know our chef we know how things are going to go 
and and that things can it's like a dance right when when somebody's out of rhythm and your knees bump and you don't go it doesn't work uh uh-uh, you know no. so I, I i i would say allow allow me to take clear the table it's it's as you still declaring you know what has to be done yes because you told him what needs to be done exactly yes. there but then now, now you're asking permission you're not you're not going no no allow me isn't asking permission allow me is i'm doing this yes i like it right <laughs> so uh, asking permission is can i can I clear your table? Is it all right if? No, no. that never happens. You could, you could just tell by the voice the way you're saying it gets a little higher pitch. No, it's yeah, allow it, me to ask. Can I? No, you could. I can't even say that right. And that's, <laughs> right. And that's another nonverbal. There we go. Is, is your pitch and tone? Mm-hmm. You use your pitch and tone according to who you're speaking to. If you're speaking right. to a child, and parents really notice how you speak to your to, to their children, and how you treat them well. Right. And, and how you educate them. And you know, you, uh, you talked about uh, the, the, the remarking the table and things like that. Yeah. I'm a bit of a, a pain in the ass and a snob when it comes to the positioning of the silverware. Okay. And when they put the silverware on the wrong side of, I fix it every yeah. time. <laughs> and then they, they notice it. Yeah. They straighten up. Even if the tines of the knife are faced the wrong way, I will turn it the right way. All right, all right. And those things, those non-obvious things, they notice every single time. Oh, of course. If I ever see that, if that's it's a power move, for lack of a better word. But, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. Yes. This. And I've had people who have been um, etiquette coaches or people they have said something. Oh, how did you know to do this? And I look at them. I go, what do I look like? I know, right? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's that's great, too. Yeah, but I didn't mean to step on your toes in, uh, in, the, in the description of, of, what, <laughs> of what you were uh, describing to the audience. Uh, please. Um, where do we leave off again? I don't uh, well, we're we're talking about the non-obvious. So oh. you you uh, you left off on um, on your presence at the table. Oh yes, yes. Okay. Well, yeah, the presence of the table. That's that's great. I'm actually I'm gonna write that down and take care of that. But but then uh, where to stand? Of course, find the for lack of a word, as you said, commander of the table. That's that's huge. Of course, eye contact. That's that's. I want to. See, if I was given a percentage, sixty percent of the game. Oh, yeah. okay. Don't Let's... be creepy stalker and stare at him, but then show him. Hey, so, what are the nuances? Talk about it. Let's 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 dive into the eye contact. Okay. So, of course, you have to have eye contact with. Uh, so, if they're indecisive, they're still looking at the menu. They're doing. They're shuffling around. Of course, you give them time. Yeah. But then, when you're looking down, and then you actually stare. You when you're taking the order, of course, you have to write. You have to write it down. But then. Mm-hmm. You command again, like okay, let's get let's get you start off with a couple appetizers. The appetizers are gone already. Entrees. Let's let me allow me to order your entree. Or what, what would I say? All right, you're on. What would you like for the entree for the evening? And then let's start with the miss. That's why. That's why I always say that. That shows. You know, what do you call it? Chivalry and all that. Mm-hmm. I, I do a ladies first kind of situation as well. Exactly. But always. I, always. I, yeah. Always. That's that's a. Uh, Standard, yeah. But then, uh, me personally saying, allowing me, allowing the miss. Uh, uh, may I start with the miss? Or, like you said, that's a power move. You're showing that's how the, that's how it's done. In Especially the when the guy just pipes up and I I, I, I cut him mm, down. You, I, I said, you got Yeah, sometimes you got to give him a stiff arm. Oh yeah, there we go. Oh, come you, on. You don't now. see this on the audio, but we're all giving this this, this <laughs> invisible guy it's in the suit. Stiff arm. Uh-huh. Hand to the face, cash me outside. How about yeah. that? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 
and like, you, you you know better. Let your wife order. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> or girlfriend and, or hoe. Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever it may be. <laughs> it's Vegas. It's Vegas. Or all three. <laughs> all three. Or all three. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, and then um, yeah, another great thing I actually found uh, I was paying attention to bringing back to the diner I was at last last uh, week. It was one of the good things they did. I was I was done halfway done with my with my beverage. With, I haven't seen my waiter in a while, so I was like, oh, I haven't seen my waiter in a while. I need a refill. Out of nowhere, she comes up, full refill, full glass of ice, dropped off to the table. Oh, that's Fantastic. money. She's paying attention to us. That's huge. That's huge. I mean, That's silent service. I, I love silent I, I do a lot of silent service as well. Nice. Yeah. Again, like you got you to gotta read the table if you want the silent service. Yes. Or we both come from tourist industries. Like, oh, what, what's there to do around here? You have to have those on lock all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Especially, and of course, again, you have to judge the guest. All right. Would this bachelor party want to go here, mm-hmm. or would this, or would this older couple want to go to a show? I mean, it's again above and beyond. Yeah. First, first answer, of course. I'll take into, uh, I'll tell them which uh, club to go to if it's a bachelor party. Second, there. Secondly, for the older couple, I'll tell them, oh, Rod Stewart is at Caesars or something like that. Yeah. Or bachelorette party. Chippendales is at Rio. That's yeah. that's the way to go. And then, of course, they want to. Knowing detail, you gotta know what's going on in your city, and there are sometimes when it's busy, busy downtown on Fremont Street, people would ask, "Hey, why is uh, why is parking fifty dollars here?" Which which hurts, which hurts. I'm like, oh well, uh, there's this, there's uh, what's it? Millennium is in town down the street. That's why they get to pay an extra fifty. Gotcha. But you remind them, hey, we'll get it validated. I'll save you fifty bucks. Boom. Yeah, I just I physically just heard my tip go up twenty bucks right there because I saved fifty. <laughs> Yeah, and you're you're their advocate. Yes, advocate. Yes. Now, is it fair to categorize uh, to characterize it as, you know, uh, it seems that you really even just talking about your ta- your station from last night. It's not only the hats that are in the seats. You have to wear different hats. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. That's for sure. Um, of course, easy one. Sport. If they're wearing the sports jersey, I bring it up. Of course. Only if they win. That's a you can imagine the story I had if if mm. uh, I had that story. If I guess uh, their team lost, they're walking. There's nothing worse than walking around with a sports jersey after your team lost. But you're five miles away from your hotel. I'm gonna wear. Sure, I'm gonna wear this Miami Dolphins jersey. No yeah. offense, guys. <laughs> I would, neither one of us are Miami fans. There we go. We're good. So these Dolphins, they lost. They're walking around with the Dolphins jersey. You're not bringing that up. You're, you're waking them like they're wearing a, a regular T-shirt. If the Dolphins win that day and it's on, I'm like, oh, that game was great. They they pipe up like, oh, yeah, it was awesome. Nice. Uh. Full disclosure, I'm a Bears fan. The Bears are playing um, the Raiders in uh, Las Vegas this weekend. All right, all right. So if I win that cash money. We're going to the game, buddy. There it is. Yeah, let's do it. Now let, let's uh, let's leave them on uh, on on something that you've been saving for yourself, like uh, a nugget of information that's 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 been your your thing that makes you unique in your service. Like if you were, let's say, at, a, at an interview, right? Right. And you bring you bring your expertise. You have your your years of experience there. Why, uh, why, Mr. Salonga, do you think you're a good fit here at the uh, OK Corral Steakhouse? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, yeah, well, as you could see on my resume, I, <laughs> I have this amount of years at the OK Corral Steakhouse. 
And then here's a fun one. It's uh, I'm actually looking for another position at a brunch spot just to fill time because you know there's I'm leaving a lot of money on the table. I would physically do uh, oh this I'll say it out loud. So I've always wanted to work at the Bellagio. The Bellagio has mm. been around since blank. Yeah. Uh, this particular restaurant has been out here for blank. And you say that to the manager, you go, oh, he did his research. He knows nice. his restaurant's been True. this long. Yeah. And then, yeah. And, and then right now, here's a fun part. Uh, if we're listening, we're listening to this podcast. We've, been, we've all been, if you're listening to this, you do your, you do your due diligence. You're trying to look for extra nuggets of information. <clears throat> There's a, uh, before, before this whole thing last March, I want to bring this up. It was, uh, it was hard to get a job at these places. Mm. These these high end two hundred dollar mm-hmm. per person. You have to, if you walk around at a higher end restaurant, as you guys know, the wait staff can be older, more experienced. Sure, sure. That's it's not the it's not the other places that we were when we we're twenty one. Yeah, they're here for uh they're here yeah, for they're, to make they're, they're they're they are making a career out of it. Yes, a career, and then there is a career to be made out here yeah. in this city, as as the story I told you. Um, I I make my rent in two days out here. Fantastic. And then out of 20 shifts? Okay. Sounds sounds great. Um, and then there's more money to be left on the table. Bringing back to the older folks that have been there. When I'm, I'm, We're in the hustle mode, right? We're in our age. Like, oh, I'm going to take this table at all times. I'm going to close. We're going to do that. And then uh, one of the older – actually, most of the older waiters that go, I remember when I was your age hustling, trying to get that extra table. In my mind, I have a time clock. By the time I'm 40, I'm going to be this person that doesn't want to take that extra table. I want to go home and, and sleep mm. and that extra half hour. So every time I, that comes in my mind, every time I pass up a table because I'm tired or I'm closing, I'm like, no, that's I'm not going to do yeah, that. Table, yeah. Uh-huh. And as I see, so during your, uh, I was listening to one of yours, the double brunch shift. Oh, oh my God. Me saying that out loud is rough. It's rough. We I don't could, do them anymore. Oh, disclosure. oh, that's for sure. I uh, went up to my manager. I was like. Not for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, think, you think you're a hustler, but that 12-hour shift, oh, what's happening? Where am I? But then, oh, my God. You go, I hate this. You go home. You look in your wallet. What you made that day? I'm going to love it tomorrow. I'm going to love it that's tomorrow. That's true. That, that's And it has its advantages, but it looks like we talked about this on the show before. Is If you go in and let's say you're working less shifts or you have what you want, you can you still find a way to make the same amount of money. Maybe a little bit less, but your peace of mind is all there. The yeah. peace of mind is I, it's huge. Huge. I am I am older than you are, and I get it. The reason why the brunch shift is so brutal, what the, the the brunch double, is, it came for me personally. It came off of a Saturday shift. Oh, right. Got it. So then it wasn't just rocking up after you know, a day off, right. and, oh. and you're working that that what twelve. Yeah, 10, 10 to 12 hours. Right. And there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm just not in that hustle mode because I'm doing other things. Right. So my my uh, my recuperation mm-hmm. is challenging because oh, I, I have other things that I have going on. And uh, I I commend you because consistent throughout your your story is leveling up. Yeah. What can I do next? And that is so important. Mm-hmm. Also, what I encourage people to do in this industry, I do love this industry, have multiple streams of income. There we go. Do other things, whether it's another restaurant job or something else. Let's get this money. But you also, like Danny said, have to have that peace of mind. Yeah. You know, because it is a great business, but it can be a dirty, rotten business. 
you can you can have a couple of bad um, reviews that r- really are unfair, mm-hmm. right? And you're out. Yeah, you're exactly. out. Oh well, actually, that that's not a factor here. There's a waiter union. That's ours. Oh, you huge! Oh, oh yeah, oh, this fucking guy yeah. here. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> when were you gonna pull that out, bro? Oh, like, okay. I've never heard of that. Oh my god, I forgot. Okay. I tell never, us about that's that. another thing all right i'm i'm adjusting my chair audio people let me, <laughs> let me tell you about this power move power move oh my god so you know how um when you're like busy day you could just call you gotta have something to do tomorrow i mean so let me throw something out there maybe a dj gig that pays you a lot more than that shift yeah theoretically speaking <laughs> theoretically speaking never happened to you <laughs> at dj j noble at instagram but <laughs> <laughs> So if, uh, Friday night, uh, I may or may not have got a call to work a lounge that pays a lot more. Thursday night, I give them a call. I say, hey, I'm going to use an attendance point just and hang up. No questions asked. Done. And then that night, I have tomorrow night off. I could do that. You could do that 12 times a year. Tell me about where I fill out an application. You have to live here. And what is an attendance point? An attendance point. So... Call, it's, it's not attendance. It's, there's different words. Attendance points. It's, it's like a PTO. Call day. outs. Like when, PTO. Like, 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 when, when you like have, don't, don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. First time I did that, it was. Uh, wait, how do I, did you know about this? Well, yeah, because Jay kind of told us about it. Remember, we was on a, a podcast. He was never in. No, but he talked about the unions and stuff like that. Mm. From the outside? Okay. This guy's on the okay. outside. Well, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, tell us about it. <laughs> Unions are nuts. I love it. So Do you have to pay dues? Yeah, I think it's I want to say fifty bucks bi weekly. Uh, I have now, do you see it? Does it come out your check? How does it work? It comes out the check. Okay. So you it don't comes, really see it. You don't see it. That's and, awesome. And so on a pre tax basis. Oh beautiful. Um we have Worth it. Yeah. Worth it. <laughs> this, this is a this is a fun time because uh we're we're not twenty one anymore, as I said before. We uh we have me- we have military grade insurance. It's great. My friends in the military, I have better insurance than them through this union. It's nutty. That is awesome. I'll I say love uh, it. a friend of mine went to uh, had to go to the ER one day, and then uh, the second you say ER, oh my god, that's what five, five, yeah, six you, just, you just you just you just added zeros yeah, automatically. Exactly. <laughs> he had uh, what I found out was uh, gallstones. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. So you say X. He said X ray. This that the other. So he's, he, whatever, me, uh, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is going to cost me nine, ten grand. I'm still in that L.A. state of mind. This is going to suck. I'm going to go under. She goes, here's her bill. Fifteen U.S. dollars. One five. Wow. One five. And then, um, let me see. They gave me all. They gave me some medication. I hung out, got x-rays, the whole nine. Next month, I pull up my, I see something, culinary union. Oh, this is the bill from it. This is the back end pay. I open it. Your copay fifteen dollars. What what insurance paid? Nine grand. I'm like, oh my Fantastic. god, I got away yeah, with it. Fantastic. That is yeah. amazing. That good for you. Yeah, it's I am crazy. very pleased to know that this exists. Yeah. Yeah. What? Wow. I th- that gave Vegas me... is the move, people. Vegas <laughs> is the move. Coming to your side. Yo, LA's gonna flood out into here. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. I mean, we're out of here. I'm Marlon Joseph, the modern waiter. I'm Danny Villa. Subscribe, 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 people. We'll see you next time. Later. Bye.